What is going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Uh, today, we got a Think and Grow Rich Mindset episode. And uh, man, today's gonna be a good one. Today, we're talking about auto-suggestion, which might not actually ring a bell since I say it, but it's just cool because we're gonna define it, we're going to explain it, and we're gonna show you how to use the power of auto-suggestion to completely transform your thoughts, words, actions, and inherently, your life. So uh, that is our episode today, which is the step three step three in the 13 steps to riches um and today we're talking about auto suggestion and so before we dive into what auto suggestion is um i got a special a special i mean he is special but it, he's always on here uh and so that's mr john bodner is on here to share his experiences his wisdom on auto suggestion and uh yeah so without further ado john if you want to introduce yourself to the peoples out there by all means so my name is john bodnar and i'm a coach at bsp Healthy body coaching my, my purpose in life, what truly drives me, is giving people the tools necessary to become the best versions of themselves, primarily through self-love and making good decisions. Decision-making is something that I had struggled with for a long time in my life, and through, actually, a lot of it through auto-suggestion, being able to make proper decisions that truly serve me in moments and for the future has been very beneficial. So teaching others how to do the same is what gets me going in the morning. Let's go. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's dive into auto-suggestion. So what is auto-suggestion, which is a great question, uh, which is something John actually asked uh, last week. And it's something that even like, I asked myself when I first uh, saw it. And all it is is uh, self-suggestion. Basically, it's the story we tell ourselves, right? So we, we define ourselves a certain way. We act a certain way based on our values, based on the way we think we way that we perceive ourselves. And that's what auto-suggestion is, is literally just like the stories we have going on in our own heads about ourselves, right? And it really is the communication between where our conscious thought takes place and which uh, serves us as a seat of action to our subconscious mind. So, John, um, tell me, like, in your in your own words, like, how would you describe auto suggestion? Well, I think there are there are a lot of ways to describe it, honestly. But the first thing that comes to mind with that with the line of the story we tell ourselves is is it's our perception of a situation. So it's like, how good or bad is a thing actually? And how do, therefore, how do we react outwardly to that thing? So if we automatically believe that, uh, I use this example a lot, but it's, it's still a really good one. If I automatically believe that somebody who cuts me off on the road is a bad person, they ruin my day, then that's what's gonna happen. That's, that's like how I choose to, choose to believe it. However, if I, if I perceive it, over time, I'm able to change that perception of just like, oh, maybe they messed up, or I don't even care because you know it cost me two seconds. Like, it doesn't matter. It's out of my control. It doesn't matter. Then it's a different, completely different reaction to the same exact situation. And so, it's it's again, it's our perception of of a scenario or a belief or an event, etc. Yeah, and it literally makes me think of the concept. It, it's not a concept. It's like the mantra. It's the way to live life. Is like everything goes my way. Right. And so like when somebody cuts you off, it's like, oh, awesome. Right. Today's going to be a good day. I know every, every time somebody cuts me off, it's going to be a good day. Right? <laughs> and it's, it's the reason why we have like these um, like these superstitions in our in, in, in our culture. Right. And we have people who are on one side of it. Like, let's say like number 13, like people like like a lot of hotels don't even have level 13 is bad luck. And then sometimes people's favorite numbers. Right. And so ultimately, uh, it literally can be good or bad. And even the word term, excuse me, even the term good or bad is ultimately uh, a story you tell yourself. So like you can literally tell yourself something good or bad. Like it was funny because when I sent my check into my nutrition coach, I was I was talking about some of the, the bad things that I did. And he literally called me out on this idea of having this binary thinking of like it's got to be good or bad. Like things just are 
right? It's so like, what is the like, what is the lesson you can you can learn from the situation? What is the thing like? What's actually the positive? Uh, obviously, you can tell yourself a story either way, and so that's what how I see what our suggestion is is literally it's you deciding you making the perception like as John said of whether something is going to benefit you or whether it's going to hurt you. And ultimately, that's your choice, right? And I think that's something that's super powerful. And it's the reason why it's like one of the most like game-changing, life-changing things, um, concepts, uh, skills. It's not a concept because I, I think the word concept, it's a skill that when, when, when we learn how to master auto-suggestion, learn how to tell yourself a story that actually serves you, man, life gets a lot funner, a lot cooler, really, really fast. <laughs> so let's go and let's dive in. So uh so so no thought whether it be negative or positive can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of auto suggestion so auto suggestion is the agency of control through which an individual may voluntarily feed a subconscious mind on thoughts of creative nature or by neglect permit thoughts of destructive nature um so john based on the slide tell tell us what you see when you see the slide but it's it's a decision yeah. that any any the thoughts that we have are decision based or we like we're choosing to to think those things whether we realize it or, or not no sure thoughts will pop up things that we can't control will pop up in our minds but but if we choose to entertain those thoughts then yeah that's a choice and we we ultimately do have power over what we're thinking in our head you know if you uh if you want to think of it like visualize something you can easily visualize that thing provided you know what it looks like if you want to think of a sentence before you say it you have the power to think it before you say it and and to recognize that it is a choice is a little bit scary because oftentimes there are thoughts that we're entertaining that we don't want to be thinking about and yet here we are still thinking about those things so the part where it's talking about like we can voluntarily feed our subconscious minds creatively or destructively is completely true which means that you have the power and the responsibility to think creatively as often as possible yeah and I think, I mean, it's, it literally just a piggyback on what I was, was talking about last time is that it literally is just like, you get to make the decision um, whether you're gonna let you're gonna let this story be something that influences you in a positive manner or negative manner. And even if you fail to make the decision and you're just like, oh, like I'm, I'm not gonna make a decision. Uh, a lot of times our default is going to be most likely negative uh, just based on if it's not the skill of you being able to practice how you interpret things. Uh, so ultimately whether you make the decision or not, like even if you decide not to make a decision, like, oh, like I'm not gonna make the decision, like, well, like whether something is gonna be positive or negative, your default most likely is negative. Just like, that's just almost human nature that we live life by default rather than by design. Um, and so because of my positive thinking, I got us another uh, awesome uh, host on here today. So, so Tim Cruz showed up uh, and just make a time to talk about um, positive and negative thoughts and emotions. And so, uh, Tim, as you, um, as you see the slide, I, I know you're kind of jumping in, um, kind of like, what are your thoughts when you see the slide? So I'm going to kind of dovetail a little bit off of what you just said. I think it's evolutionary that our, our brains are wired to, to pick up on negative and to internalize and, um, focus on negative as a survival mechanism. Like if we're walking out in the Serengeti, like hunting wildebeest and whatnot, our brain has always had to be wired to see the saber-toothed tiger coming up from the corner or something that was wrong or something that was different that highlighted like a need to run away or hide um, almost as a survival thing. So we're set up at, with like our default is always negative. Um, and, and what I, I literally just got done talking to a client about this, um, the state of focusing on positivity, it really is a muscle. 
It's just like training your bicep, just like training your pecs. Like it's going to start off. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to probably be weak. Um, but the way we get stronger is through resistance and then progressive overload. So meaning like, number one, we have to apply some resistance to it, meaning intentionality. We have to like start and programming this into our day. And that's why each one of us, and we have all of our clients do the same thing. We start our days off with gratitude with wins, right? Um, in the beginning, it's weird because you have to like really sit there and think like, okay, what did I win? How, what am I grateful for? And, and I tell people like, just start off small. Like it can be something as little as I have like a little Aussie. And I'm like, I'm just so grateful for my dog. I love my dog. I always love my dog. I'm always grateful for my dog. So I can start by just writing down today. I am grateful for my dog. You know, uh, we live in beautiful Bozeman, Montana. I'm outside walking and I can see the bridges. I can see the Rockies. I can see Lone Peak. I can see Yellowstone. You know what? I'm freaking grateful for that too. Like they're little things. I mean, that's a big thing, but like they're obvious and little. And what I've found over time of months and months and months, just like training with weights is you get better at it. You get stronger. And now it's like, now I can't turn my dang brain off to finding the positive things, finding the gratitude, finding the wins. And it makes it really easy because when you run into resistance, when you run into struggle, when you run into pain, like instead of like your knee jerk reaction being like, woe is me, like this sucks. You're like, you take a step back. You're like, okay, where's the win? What can I be grateful for? You know, if you, if you had a tough conversation with your wife or a fight or like a bad interaction with a, a, a coworker at work, like instead of like seeing like the negative in that, you can take a step back and you can see the positive. You can see the win. You can see where the opportunity for growth is. And like, um, I'm kind of going on a little bit of a tangent, but have you guys read Matthew McConaughey's new book called Green Lights? Nope. So first off, read it. It's amazing. The guy can tell stories like nobody else's, uh, uh, nobody else's business. But that's literally what green lights mean is like he was able to at the age of like 18, figure this out, like everything in life, like Logan's bracelet says everything goes his way. His dad died. That's like a huge, huge uh, life altering event that most people will stop him right in the tracks to be a red light. He was able to see that as like, huh, now I'm on my own. Now I got to make things work. Now the, the, the onus of responsibility is me. Now I have to be a man. And that's a good thing. You know, like, so, so seeing everything as a green light, like, where's the win in this? Where's, where's the opportunity? It, uh, it's infectious, but the take-home message is it's not easy in the beginning. You have to start intentionally and then eventually it will build till it becomes automatic. I love that so much. Like it's a skill. And I think that ultimately people are like, well, I'm not good at it. Or like, I don't like, I'm just a negative person. I think it's just like, like how much you said, it's like starting small and finding ways to to under to to really have that belief that everything goes your way and 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 this is a concept that's relatively new to me like like within the last like year um and it's definitely a skill it's definitely something that's like okay like i wear the wristband i talk about it i think about it but uh like i'm definitely way better at today than i was when i first started i know that i have a long ways i can continue to get better i continue to grow like you said it's literally just like a muscle right it's just the muscle of continuing to like every time you face adversity it's like that instant reaction it's like oh right you want to like like you want to be upset you want to feel uh, taking advantage of you want to feel like the world's out to get you, but then it's, it's when you're able to change that mindset. Like, oh, what's the positive? What's the green light? As as you said, uh, like like how's this a positive thing? And then that's that, like, I think that's so powerful. Uh, it is so powerful. I love that. I love it. Okay. Um, oops. Okay. So the ability to use auto suggestion will depend upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. So that the subconscious mind takes any orders given to it in spirit of absolute faith and act upon those orders. So Tim, I'll let you leave this one here. So when you see this slide, like, what do you see? I, I see the big bolded words desire 
until that becomes a burning obsession. So I can speak for myself and I'm pretty sure this is congruent with Logan and with John um, is like, we got into this game because we had a desire to either change ourselves um, or a desire to help people. For me, it was, it was really to help people um, because my life had been changed. Therefore I want to change other people's lives too. Um, but the desire was, uh, it was a spark. It was a little flame. And then as I became obsessed and I focused on it every day. And I, I, I won't pretend like I was perfect in the beginning. I learned a lot, um, but my focus was there the whole time. It's now an all-consuming burning obsession where like, there's no question in my mind that this is my, my, my life's mission, right? Like it's, it's not a matter of how, it's, a, it's just a matter of when. Like we are going to get to our goals. We are going to change lives. We're gonna have a massive impact on everybody that we come in contact with. And it didn't start there. It started as a little flame. And then it grew into this burning obsession because of the focus that we put on it. And I think that's the power of auto-suggestion is our brain just kept feeding that fire fuel until it became a bonfire. And now it's this burning obsession that just, I think it's a good thing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so fired up about it. Like I wake up every morning thinking about it. I go to bed thinking about it at night. My day in between, everything is consumed with it. Like my conversations, like people that don't get it, they're annoyed by me. Like my significant others in the past that didn't share the obsession, like, dude, this, all this dude talks about all the time. <laughs> and I don't care because it's just like what I freaking love. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's so cool. And like you, you point out a lot of cool things there. And I can remember back when I was, was a wee lad when I was like, okay, like this is what I want to do. Like I literally remember my goal being like, I just want to like work in a gym. Like that was actually my goal, right? It wasn't anything about changing lives. It wasn't about helping people. It wasn't about making money. It was just like, man, like if I could just like spend my days in a gym, like that would be so cool, right? And that, all of a sudden, like you said, like that, that little desire turned into like, then just kept on like getting fed. Like as that, as that thing became a reality, then all of a sudden the next, like the next uh, version of that goal kept on expanding. Like you said, those became a big bonfire. And so um, I think it's just I think, I think the point is, and you said it earlier too, just understanding that like, just like having your, having your goals or ha having you concentrate on something, like that's the spark, like that's what gets you started. And then like, like where it grows to in 10 years, 15 years, like who cares, it doesn't matter. You should like start with that, with that little spark to start with. So, uh, John, what do you see when you see the slide? I see a combination of the previous two talking about how it's a choice, but you know, what we think about is a choice and also that, you know, it's, it's like a muscle, like Tim said. And so when you're able to put those two things together where you're constantly making the choice to focus, to, to give yourself the, the conscious desire for, to have the burning obsession because you want X, Y, Z, then you know, by, with that conscious focus, it does allow your subconscious to help you out. Because as we've talked about before, I always forget the number, but your, your subconscious mind takes in was like 20, 20 million bits of data per second, something like that, as opposed to 2000 for the conscious mind. So it's really important to have your subconscious mind be on point. But in order for that to actually change, you have to consciously focus on what your desires are. And so this is where the daily things come in, like writing down your goals every single day, doing your belief breakthroughs, making sure that you're, you're focused on the right things, not just, not just the, you know, the overall idea of if you're obsessed with being a millionaire, that's great, but you also have to be obsessed with the steps to get there. And, and that's, that's really what I see here is just being focused and choosing to, to stay focused to allow your subconscious to actually do some favors along the way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's knowing what you want. It's getting, it's, it's having not, 
100% clarity on what you want, but like having some sort of like direction of what you want in life. And I can remember when I decided that I wanted to be a trainer or that I wanted to work in a gym. And I'll say that that was always my first step. I was like, I just want to work in a gym. And then all of a sudden we came to a trainer and I was like, I had no idea how to get there, but I just knew that I was going to make it happen. Right. And so like my path was like, oh, um, I should go to college. And, I, and I've told you guys before, like I went to college for, for five years and realized that I actually didn't need a college degree to become a trainer. Uh, and because I learned the hard way when I worked for six months for free after college, or like I have to tail into college uh, to even get my foot inside the door to become a front desk person, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I didn't even need a friend or I didn't need a college degree to actually be, become a trainer. And obviously that, that led to opening a gym and now doing online training and, you know, uh, helping, helping lots, lots of people. But uh, I had no idea, but I just had faith that I wanted to do it. And like, it, it didn't matter the tactics to get there. And so I think a good point to, 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 uh, to iron out like what John said is that like, even though I didn't have the tactics to get there, like I still got there. Now, when you actually have the tactics, like John explained, and you actually have like the, um, you have the shortcuts. Well, that's exactly what it does. It gives you shortcuts to get there. But ultimately like that burning desire is the most important thing. You can have all the tactics in the world, but if you don't have a desire, you ain't gonna go anywhere, right? But as long as you have the desire, regardless of the tactics, you'll get there. It might just take a lot longer, but if you actually have like a streamlined process, uh, it, you get there a lot faster. And I think that's really the difference between what we are really passionate about is that like, like we actually all went through like a really like long drawn out process to get where we got to. I wouldn't say, um, and I wouldn't say that the whole like majority of our, of our uh, stories have been like streamlined. We've had process with like, we, like we've had situations where we got like some coaching mentoring and we actually spit that process up. Um, uh, and ultimately like looking back on it, that, I think that's only I would change is that I would just have got some mentorship coaching a lot faster because it'll help the process me get there a lot quicker. And so for anybody out there, who's like trying to, to lose weight or they want to change their body, it's like, you totally can do it the hard way. You totally can like do it yourself. You can go through the, you, you can go through the ups and downs and you can go through the struggles. Um, and like, if you can make it on the other end, I commend you for it. Uh, but you can also just get coaching. And you can just get through a, a lot faster. Uh, you can streamline the shortcut. You can you, you can shortcut that process. And honestly, you can learn something that like from from Tim and John, from me, like you can take 25, 30 years of combined experience. You can shortcut it into, you know, 12 weeks, six months. Um, and uh, yeah, so that'd be my only suggestion for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so. Next slide, the actual performance of transmitting desire into money involves the use of auto-suggestion to reach the subconscious mind. So like, obviously again, like we're talking about money in this specific instance, but this could be anything. This could be body transformation. This could be relationships. This could be just personal fulfillment. And like whatever you truly, truly want, like it actually comes from your belief in that you can do it. And we talked about this before with, with, with faith, but like until you start telling yourself the story that you can do it, we, we tried about this morning, which was which, which, which is awesome. It's like, until you like tell yourself you can do it, and you have the 100% certainty that you can do it. Um, like then once you have that true belief, then the thing actually happens, right? And the funny part is like, whether it happens in that moment or whether it happens, you know, in the next week, next month, next year, like it doesn't matter because you just have that belief that it's going to happen. And I tell the story of when like, I, I believed that I was going to be a millionaire. Like, I didn't know when, I didn't know how, but I just like had this belief and just like, it just kept on like being in my mind. It kept on, kept on just like becoming this obsession. And all of a sudden I just sort of like, so the steps I took most likely subconsciously, you know, without like I, my, my auto just took over. It's like, okay. So I started doing things certain ways because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have the tactics. I didn't have as, I didn't have all the things that I know now. Uh, but my, my, 
my subconscious mind just said, okay, maybe you should like have your own business. So apparently when you own a business, you have a lot better chance of making, uh, becoming a millionaire, right? I was not necessarily right about that, by the way, just as, as a side note, but at least led me in, in that right direction, right? And then obviously making the, like, the steps along the way, just the auto-suggestion and the auto-suggestion at the subconscious mind basically just led me to that point where it put me in a position to eventually become a millionaire, right? Uh, and so again, like just to reiterate what John said earlier, is like when you have tactics, when you have when you have this process, it makes things get there faster. But if you just like have that desire, you just like have that belief and you just like know that in your mind it's going to happen, it's going to happen and it doesn't matter if, it doesn't matter when, um, man, like that's that's how actually things come to fruition is that you just, you think it appear and then all of a sudden you you start to talk it out, you start to action it out and then boom, it becomes reality. So my, that, that's my long-winded uh version of saying, John, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the thing with, with saying like, okay, yeah, tactics speed things up, but the de desire is ultimately what drives it. I'd actually make the argument that desire leads to getting tactics eventually, because if you truly do have the desire of it, it's inevitable that you'll have tactics. Some, maybe it's, maybe it's not for 20 years, but, but it, it, it necessitates tactics at some point because that's where your subconscious mind will get you to. It will recognize that you need tactics and you will consciously recognize that you need tactics as well. And, and actually, I'm, I'm dealing with some limiting beliefs right now. And I was actually, uh, I was listening to you, but I was also thinking about those like, okay, like I got to do something about this. And I, my, my first thought was, okay, this is really hard. What do I do? And then I was like, I, I have the tactics, right? But if I didn't have the tactics, I would wait half, you know, five years to find them. But I just so happen to have them now. But, but really point being is whatever you need, you will get to eventually by having the desire. But that could be tactics. That could be a mentor. It could be anything. But you're going to get there and get those things no matter what. Awesome. Tim, what are your thoughts on this one? So I think just to kind of change the language from transmuting desire into money, I think we can literally tie this right back to Chris Krohn, Tony Robbins, um, beliefs, dic or sorry, thoughts dictate beliefs, beliefs dictate actions, actions dictate results. So if we think about transmuting desire into money, we're talking about thoughts trans translating into beliefs, beliefs translating into our actions, our actions translating into our results. And money would be the result that we want um, or fitness, fat loss, you know, whatever, insert X. That's literally what we're talking about here. This can be, this can be transmuted to use that word into any other field that we're talking about here. Um, so starting with our, our conscious thoughts, our conscious thoughts, then build our beliefs, which is our unconscious brain. That's, that's, that's the 20,000, you know, megabytes of information that are coming in every second of the day. And then the belief when that gets built, then we start seeing evidence of actions leading us towards said result, And we start pursuing the actions that lead us there and moving away from actions that don't. So it, it actually, when we have a strong belief, it helps us find better tactics and better tactics obviously lead to better results with the caveat that consistency is king because if we don't do, we can do the right process for three days straight and then the wrong process for two. And we just wiped out those three days because for instance, if you follow your diet five days of the week, but then Friday, Saturday and Sunday, you go out and eat pizza and ice cream all day, every day, and you don't move off the couch, you could literally undo an entire week's worth of good work by two days of inconsistency. So it's the same thing with anything. Like 
the belief is really what's going to hold through that consistent action day in and day out. And we all know that the bigger the target, the more consistent action it takes to get our, our result. So Logan wanting to become a millionaire and he's proved like when, how long ago was it when you had that first thought, that inkling? I, I probably knew uh, sometime in my late high school, early college, somewhere in that time frame that I just was like, okay, like I know. So we're looking at over a decade, right? Oh yeah, I mean, probably closer to and 15 years. And then the years. little spark became a flame, became a forest fire over the course of like 13 to 15 years. Yeah. Now, if he didn't have that belief, at some point I guarantee that inkling of a thought became a belief that not only do I want to, I, I know I can. Yeah. At some point that had to have translated from a thought to a belief. And once that belief took root, that's when the fire, I guarantee, just started to grow exponentially. And it was only a matter of time before Logan found his result because he was going to do, he's tried many different things. Like he's, he's modified the tactics along the way. He's still modifying the tactics. He's getting better every day. Um, and the same thing could be said about me and my, my, my bodybuilding journey. Um, I was very stagnant until two years ago. And I had a coach who literally, and I saved the screenshot and I look at it whenever I feel down. Um, and he was like, Hey, I don't, I don't tell this to anybody, you know, unless I believe it, I don't blow smoke up people's butts. He's like, but honestly, you have the tools to become a pro. He's like, if you put in the work, you put in the time, you have the tools to become pro. And it like, it was so impactful because for me, that was the thought. And then when I got that affirmation, it became a belief, like I will become a pro. Mm -hmm. And since then I've made more progress in the last two years than I made in the previous six years leading up to that thought becoming a belief. Yeah. And you know what's really powerful so about that? I, I think that that's, I'll say one thing, Tim. What's that? I think one thing that's really powerful about that is that like, you got some barred belief from your coach because all of a sudden he edified you. He basically mm -hmm. gave you a little bit of barred belief because obviously you respected him and he's obviously worked with pros before. And you're like, oh, if he thinks that, then I can actually do this, right? Then boom, all of a sudden, it, like that belief, maybe like that thought maybe wasn't your thought, but he gave you that thought and then you owned it and it became your thought and then you changed your belief. It became my mantra and, mm -hmm. and it definitely, I mean, my, my level of effort, my level of consistency, um, has exponentially went up since then and then obviously getting around guys like you and john um who like just live and breathe this stuff too like it's just every and god like this is a god thing i, I swear this is a god thing like it started inviting these people into my life that shared the same kind of like mentality of growth and like we all just feed off of each other and just build and i don't think that's a coincidence at all i think that was it was it happened for a reason and happen. I, I, I assume because I had that belief, I got that belief. And then I started putting that out into the universe secret style. And then it came back. I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, and so I want to finish with this. I want to finish uh, with you guys sharing like a story that's really it's, it's something that like, when you set out to do it, you maybe didn't think you could do it, right? Whether this be something that took like a short period of time, whether it took a long period of time, like Maybe you had to do it, but you weren't quite sure if you did it or you're not, you're not sure if you could do it. But by, again, by this, this desire to accomplish this, you end up getting it done. So John, I'll start with you first. Like what's, what's something where you like just told yourself that you're going to make it happen. You obviously never done it before, but somehow you, you transmuted this desire into, again, it doesn't have to be money. It can be uh, a goal with your fitness, it could be uh, nutrition. It could be money, it could be whatever it is. Mm -hmm. First thing that comes to mind for me 
is honestly working with you. Um, when I when I first started, like I had I had excitement, I had belief that that I was in a good spot, but I didn't actually believe in my ability to stick to it. I had I had belief in you right away. I had belief in the systems that we had in place right away, but my ability to actually follow through with them and and stay motivated, which I don't actually like that word, but but stay consistent was I, I had no belief in that. And and now I do through through auto suggestion, right? Through belief breakthrough, through having support, having a mentor. Like these are the things that have allowed me to keep going, mm-hmm. even though I had plenty of evidence or supposedly, sorry if you can hear my dog whining. She doesn't like hearing sad things. Um, <laughs> but I I I had what I believe to be evidence pointing to the fact that I can't commit, that I that I can't be consistent, no matter how badly I want it. Oddly enough, throughout all of that all of that self-doubt, I still knew that I was going to be successful. Didn't really know how, but I, I still knew that, okay, I want to be a millionaire. It's going to happen. I just, I had that belief in there and I don't necessarily understand why other than the fact that it's true because I, again, I had plenty of evidence to tell me otherwise, but, but what got me through these moments of doubt in addition to a mentor, in addition to tactics, belief breakthrough was that belief that I will be successful. I am successful now. And it's, it's a wild ride. And I tell you what, but, but it truly is that, that belief that keeps you moving forward because there's nothing else that can. Yeah. And especially when things aren't appearing, like you said, like you're not seeing evidence of things going the way that you thought they were going to go or that you believe that they should go. And it's that having that true desire that just keeps you going. It's like, I'm not even sure why I'm keep going, but like, I just know that I have to. Right. It's like, if, if you didn't actually have that, that belief on some level, you would have not. You, you have not gone through the struggles. You've not gone through the pain. Cause it's like, if you actually don't, if you had, if you had your belief, you're going to reach it, then like, why put any forth any effort? Right. And so I think that's, it's always yeah. important to have that desire. Uh, Tim, share one of the stories w- with you that you, or excuse me, share a story about, about you and in your journey about, about this concept of transmuting your desire into, again, it could be anything. For sure. And, uh, I'll step away from the bodybuilding conversation and give another uh, business type example because um, I believe these these happen in everybody's life given the right circumstances and the right mindset um, in all facets of your life. So this would have been ironically because Logan, you opened your gym in 2013, right? Mm-hmm. I, I opened mine in 2014. So it's like a year, a year later. Um, I had this idea that I wanted to open my gym, but I was kind of him and Han, I was making really good money as a personal trainer. I was pulling in like seven to 10 K take home per month. I was doing okay. No, no real expenses outside of rent for, to the, the gym that I was working out of. I could run my own schedule. Um, and then I went to a conference uh, called fitness business summit. And you guys probably see me wear the shirt every once in a while. Cause mm-hmm. I always take free stuff. Um, <laughs> and I, I met with uh, Bedros Koulian who uh, owns fit body bootcamp. He's a pretty, pretty well known entrepreneur in the fitness space. Um, and also at that time, he was kind of the only name in uh, business coaching with fitness. Um, and, and he gave like a great, I know it now was a sales pitch, but at the time I thought it was just a motivational speech. Um, and, and he had everybody like literally raise their hand if they wanted to join his mastermind. Um, and he did a really cool little tactic where it was like normally $10,000 buy. And like, you had to put a $10,000 deposit in, but if you did it today, he's going to take the first person that raised their hand and he's going to waive that fee. 
And so obviously like more than one person raised their hand really quickly. And so then he had other people come on who were part of his mastermind. They're like, I'll sponsor him. I'll sponsor her. I'll sponsor that person. I know it was a complete tactic now, like an awesome tactic. But at the time I thought this was like, oh my gosh, like I got to do it today. I didn't have $10,000 in my account. I didn't even have the first payment for the, um, the uh, freaking uh, mastermind, which was like $2,800. And uh, I didn't have it in my checking account. So I literally got on the phone. I sold my car. I had a, a Honda Civic that was a lemon. I needed to get rid of it for a long time. And I sold it for $5,000, like to someone on Facebook. They sent me the money and I used that money. I put it down. I put down the $2,800 and joined his program. And literally first meeting was like the next week. And he was like, yeah, you're not a personal trainer anymore. You're a gym owner. Like we got to make this change. I had no idea what it took to open a gym. No freaking idea from equipment to uh, 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 renting a space, like uh, the whole uh, uh, real estate aspect of it. I had no idea about the laws, regulations, workers, workmen's comp, uh, all the health uh, regulations, like all the inspections. No idea. Had no freaking idea what I was getting myself into. Within three months, we opened up Be Strong Fitness, which was my gym back at the time. Um, put in so many like all-nighters, so many 20-hour workdays. Um, but I would not have done that if I would not have. Again, probably tying it back to a mentor, a coach, someone giving me some borrowed belief because I wanted to, but I wasn't sure I could. And I wasn't sure it was the right move. But then as soon as that light went on, that thought became a belief. It was literally like such an expedited timeline to the point where I opened my doors and opened my doors with almost zero clients, almost zero. But within two months, I had a hundred clients. I had more clients than I had previously as a personal trainer, way more, like triple the clients I had before. And then within a year, I had over 300. So, and that was, I'm not going to give credit to Bedros because that was when I joined Alex's group and Alex <laughs> taught me how to get some clients. Um, how to do marketing, which is another huge thing I didn't know anything about, but it was all on belief. It was 100% on belief because if I didn't have that belief, there's just no way I'm looking, I'm thinking about it now. Like, how did I survive going through all of that, managing my time, my energy, mm -hmm. my resources, and still got everything done on time and still was able to have a profitable business. It was kind of crazy. It's crazy to think about. And like, unless I had that belief, I wouldn't want to go through it. That, that was too hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, you just said it like if you don't have the belief, then like it's then everything seems impossible. It seems hard, right? And that's obviously obviously the value of, of I mean that's what faith is is being able to do things that seem impossible. And just like having that belief and that faith that is going that you can bring it to fruition. So um, those are both awesome stories. And I you know ultimately I just I just want to say that uh, like like Tim I think hundred percent right like the the fact that like we're all here on this call together and if anyone who's out there listening it's like it's not an accident it's definitely by fate uh and like when you're when you're focused on the right things the right people come into your life right and I think that's really important you see opportunities you see people who you're attracted to and so that's my probably my biggest take-home message is that like what you focus on is what you get and so if you want to if you want to live a fulfilling life you want to be around awesome people then put yourself around awesome people that's it like look for those people and find ways to get in their airspace find ways whether it be you can serve them whether you can give them something whether you pay them whether you work for them like there's lots of ways to get in people's airspace and we're 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 relating this a lot back to mentorship because and it doesn't have to be even be like a like a um what i call a what's the word i'm looking for like a transactional 
mentorship either. Like there's lots of other ways to mentor people than just like giving somebody money. Again, like you can serve somebody, you can ask them for do it for free. You can like, there's, there's so many different ways um, you can work for somebody. There's, there's so many ways you just have to get creative. It's like, okay, how do I get in this person's airspace? And how do I get around the five people who are gonna change my life? Like we talked about this before, it's like, like you're, you're going to be a direct, like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time around with. Like spend some time around people who you, who you wanna be like. If, if you have people in your life who you don't wanna be around, um that's okay like it's not on them it's on you actually right it's, it's not like they're not your problem you're the problem right and so if you're the problem you're also the solution and so put and so put yourself around other people who are doing things that you want to do uh so that way you can get that bar belief you can get that you can get that uh that belief in yourself that you can do it so you start telling yourself that you can do it and then you start to speak it out loud and you start to actually have that true belief and all of a sudden boom you're there right you're doing things that you never thought you could do before you're like wow how did this happen well, you made it happen. That's how, right? You like you made it happen, and like it's it's so cool to be able to to truly have that that power to believe that like where you are right now is because you put yourself there, right? It's not that your mom did it or your dad did it. It's not because your wife did it. Uh, it's not because your dog did it. It's like you put yourself in that seat where you are right now. And if you actually can like sit with that and be grateful for that and understand that like that's your personal power. And we live in the greatest country and the greatest time in the world. Like we are so free. It's like, it's almost like we take it for granted or we don't use the resources that we have in front of us. Um, and we're just almost like, yeah, like we've always been like, like we're used to it. Right. And so if you can actually like be grateful for our advantages, living in the country we do and the time that we do and the technology, the fact that we can communicate with people like in an instant via Zoom, via podcast, via, via the internet. It's like, we live in a really cool time. And so, um, man, just take advantage of it and just have that belief that like everything is stacked for you um, and the world is, is your oyster. So anyway, that's how I'm going to end this, this podcast on auto-suggestion. This is step number three in the 13 Steps of Riches. And so thank you, Tim uh, and John, for hopping on here today, sharing your wisdom, sharing your insight. And we'll, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Think and Grow Rich Mindset. And we're just talking about step number four, the 13 Steps of Riches. So thank you guys for hopping on. Happy Wednesday. We'll chat with you guys next week. You bet. See ya. Bye.